Welcome to episode 74 of the Minimalist Vegan Podcast. Hello, my name is Michael and I'm joined by my gorgeous wife, Marsha. Hello. And on this show, we discuss what it means to live with less stuff and more compassion. However, in this episode, we've got some news and it symbolizes a new beginning, a new season, a new chapter, whatever you want to call it, for the Minimalist Vegan Podcast. So we've got lots to share and what it means for the future. But before we get into it, a quick note from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Boomi. If you're anything like us and you care about conscious consumerism, you'll love the range of products that Boomi has on offer. Not only are all their products ethically made in fair trade certified factories, but they also only use premium organic materials, which means no harmful pesticides, no toxic dyes, and there's no child or exploitative labor involved. They have a large range of separates ranging from fitted and flat sheets to pillowcases so you can mix and match styles and fabrics to suit every single room. You can pick whatever you like to match your room aesthetic. We have a special offer for our listeners giving you 25% off store-wide using the discount code MINIMALISTVEGAN at checkout. T's and C's apply. To learn more about Boomi and their full range, visit boomi.com.au. That's B-H-U-M-I dot Now on to the show. I also just want to take a moment to thank Venita and Dushant, the founders of Boomi, who have partnered with us for most of this year, the best part of this year. And it's been a great collaboration. And just to take you behind the scenes, Marsha and I have enjoyed quite a few of their products as a result of this partnership. And we're pretty happy, aren't we? Like, I mean, this these bedding, these towels, um, and knowing that where it's come from and knowing that their heart's in the right place and these products really hold up. This is not another advertisement, but honestly just a extension of gratitude to them because they're fantastic people and they're really just trying to do good in the world. So just want to thank them for supporting the show and adding a bit more of a purpose to what we're doing to share some brands that align with our ethos. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's been a real pleasure to have them sponsor this podcast and we're really proud to be working with them. So, yes. yeah. That's it. Okay. So, Marsha, what's what's the update? <laughs> so, just yeah. throw me straight in. That's it. Um, well, we're launching a new website on the 1st of January, 2022. And nice clean number. It has to be the first. It has to be the first. If it's the second. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, so we are planning on launching a brand new recipe, plant-based recipe website that's going to have all of the recipes that you currently find on The Minimalist Vegan and plenty more lined up for the future. And it might not be of any surprise to you because we have been in the last few episodes talking about veganism and minimalism and where our hearts are at with it at the moment and we kind of felt like we wanted to separate all of the written sometimes pretty intense and heavy content from the recipes to make it a little bit more accessible and a little bit more approachable for people that don't necessarily identify themselves as a vegan that might be veg curious that might be vegetarian that might be vegan as well but also give them the opportunity to feel a little bit more included and that it's not just a place for vegans to come and try our food we're not going to give away the name just yet because we want if anything for that to be a little bit of a surprise but we're really excited to put it out into the world and share it with you guys. So that's the first little bit of news and I'll 
pass the ball over to Michael now to explain what's happening with the future of this podcast. Yeah, so as a result of this shift and moving our recipe content to a new website and a new brand altogether to further that mission of helping people eat plant-based food in whatever capacity that they can, we had to sort of reevaluate where we're at with our capacity, uh, the amount of work that we have on our plates, and even the future for the minimalistvegan.com. And as a result of this reflection, we've made the tough decision to stop the Minimalist Vegan podcast indefinitely. So as far as we're aware for now, this is going to be our final episode. Um, not to say that we will... Um, never, never return never return <laughs> or get back on the microphone or come back in some sort of a different form um, but at least for now we're you make confident. it sound like we might turn into robots <laughs> come right. in some of a different form <laughs> or just like a, a different format even you know yeah, perhaps even true. getting in guests or um, or continuing the style that we've been doing but yeah. um, right now our heart is telling us that our time should be spent more in the food space and and more in the writing space and, um, you know, when we look at all the different types of things that we create, the podcast is amazing because we feel like it's one of the best ways to connect with an audience and for us to intentionally connect with each other around some of these topics. Um, it's probably our least favourite type of content to create. So, so um, when there was things on the chopping block, this was probably the first priority for us to create that little bit more white space in yeah. our day today. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it just comes down to a matter of focus, right? And and this is a challenge is as much as we love to practice minimalism in the sense of our physical possessions, I think one area where we've struggled with, particularly myself, is focusing ambition and keeping it simple. And we often get into the trap of trying to do too many things at once. So this is just a very important step for us to simplify. And we're very excited, but it comes with great sadness because, you know, we started this podcast in March 2019, 74 episodes in. We did take a break there uh, for a moment during the when, uh, when the pandemic first happened. Um, and I think that's when we first got a taste of what our future might look like without the podcast and focusing more on food and we're really enthused by it but I think you guys as the podcast community really came out in spades and sent us direct messages and emails wondering where we are where we're coming back um, because we kind of informally stopped the show at that point yeah so at least this time around we've really thought it through this has been months in the making and we wanted to have a proper send-off this time and also just extend our gratitude to you for taking time out of your day, your week, your month to listen to us chat and send us your messages and join in on the conversation around the intersection of minimalism, veganism and everything else that we discuss. Um, it's just been an absolute pleasure. And even when I think about why we started the podcast in the first place, you know, we look back at how influential other podcasts have been in our own lives yeah. and how it's shaped our values and how we see the world and the things that we've done. It's arguable that if it wasn't for podcasts, to some extent, we probably wouldn't have had the self-belief to even start a project like The Minimalist Vegan and to believe that this is something that can be done in a, in, a, in a beautiful exchange to earn an income, to do something of service as our form of activism in the world and shape a lot of our perspectives that we have today. So it was through that medium that was really influential to us and it's something that 
we wanted to also pass on in our own way. And it's been an absolute pleasure to do that. And we've seen the impact of that. But for now, it's, uh, it's come to an end. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because, as you said, like we've been thinking about it, I mean, and ahhing for quite a while. And the thing that's kept us going is getting your messages of, you know, this podcast has changed my life. It's a really touching message to receive Mm. and it makes you feel like because we're just talking to each other here, we don't know, you know, it's not a very interactive way to communicate with other people and it's not like you can really leave comments or questions or anything like that. So I think when you do get those messages of encouragement and reinforcement that what you're doing is helping people in some small way, it really fuels you and it makes you want to keep going. And I think that's the people pleaser in me is devastated because I feel that sense of not responsibility, but like privilege to be able to continue to share information and to have these conversations with you about what's going on and our thoughts and you know the things that we've discovered so I'm just really grateful that that people are getting value out of it or have been to this point and yeah I just appreciate it so much for sure absolutely it's it's also an exciting time <laughs> you know I think we're both pretty okay with change and and you and, more than me right <laughs> this one i'm pioneering i feel a little bit more sure so it's exciting yeah but i think i think we're ready for that that next chapter whatever that looks like because we're not a we're not sharing the name of the new website just yet until we're ready to announce it if you were interested to follow along be sure to you know either subscribe to our newsletter on our website or you can follow us on social media because uh, no doubt you will get that update when that all happens on the yeah. 1st of January to see how you can get involved. And, uh, you know, we've got a 74 episodes of you to enjoy if you haven't gotten through all of the conversations. Um, and we're saying definitely because you just never know when things might change again in the future and we might pop back up in your feed. But I wanted to shift gears a little bit and just sort of ask you after doing 74 episodes of us hanging out together and talking about minimalism, veganism, sustainable living and the future of work and all these other things that come um, into our field of interest. What, what have you personally gained out of this experience of podcasting? I feel there's been a lot of personal growth and a lot of self-discovery and things that I don't know if I would have gone there if we didn't have this podcast to do so. That's more on a personal level, but I think also just learning and educating myself on certain topics. Again, if we didn't have this podcast or The Minimalist Vegan to write content and articles around, I wouldn't have gone down those rabbit holes or those paths to learn something new and to gain a better understanding and everything in the end, you know, shapes you into the person that you are today. And I feel like the podcast has given me a lot over the years, even though I don't really tend to admit it too much because sometimes (laughs) it does tend to be you know, a lot of blood, sweat and tears, as they say, can sometimes go into it and it just might not feel like it was worth it. But now that I'm reflecting back on it, when it's challenging and it's tough, it's easier to just sort of call it quits and walk away. But I feel like it was definitely an important thing for me to get out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm not as out there and 
sometimes I struggle to express myself. And so I think that it's helped me even even just as simple as being comfortable with my own voice because before the podcast I used to hate my own voice and listening to myself every time there was like a recording of some sort I'd cringe but over the years and I think that's why I was more comfortable with starting the YouTube channel because at that point I'd accepted and a and started to grow an appreciation for my voice and then it was like another layer on top of that now you need to stare at yourself (laughs) and get recorded and put that out there as well so it's definitely given me that stepping stone in getting more comfortable and confident within myself so even though there was an off season there I definitely feel like it's given me a lot in return yeah so um, I mean I think I can agree like I I think I take out the same things as well yeah from from this podcasting experience is yeah just really an excuse and a reason to go deep on some of the topics that we wouldn't have gone done otherwise otherwise. but um but I also think just from my perspective because I do most of the editing yes as well so I think just the process of producing a podcast Mm -hmm. that's worth listening to I think there's always a lot of different skills that you can get out of that. And I've really enjoyed learning those new skills and they've been very transferable to other areas like video, like you said before, and just getting used to the audio format. It's interesting, like I I delivered some workshops just last month that I was invited to do for artists and even preparing for those workshops that they're all delivered online the audio part and how to structure the delivery of the content and everything felt very second nature at that point because Mm. of the podcast and writing articles and YouTube and all that stuff. It's like there's a bit of a template there for creating this type of content. So I think podcasting has certainly helped. And I think just for us to spend time together in these topics we end up in places and conversations that we never expected. Yeah. Um, that have like added. Like breaking down and. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I remember there was a conversation that we had. I forgot what episode it is around managing our own expectations. Yeah. And particularly expectation when. Gap. Uh, expectation gap, yeah. I believe it was. But it was certainly around a time when we were really hell bent and moving to Europe. And, you know, we had this vision of life and then having to sort of come to terms with things may not be going to plan in, a, in accordance with those expectations yeah, and how we yeah. deal with that um, was really eye-opening. There was another episode around people-pleasing, yes. uh, which I know that hit you pretty hard in terms yeah. of a, a sort of a realisation, an experience of like, wow, this is something that's very dominant in my life. And to reconcile that, um, it can be really confronting. Like even things like slow purchasing and fast purchasing when it comes to our consumption habits. And, you know, that's been some language that we've adopted in our day-to-day lives and something that we've had to go and update articles to reflect that new terminology. So I think it's just what a conversation brings is that nuance, mm. is that unpredictability, is that um, authenticity that's not so structured and so planned and intentional that I think creates a lot of magic and I think that's what I really when I look back I reflect on those moments where things just happen like that so yeah those are some of the things that I've gotten out of this podcast which I'm really grateful for um but I suppose with that I I wouldn't mind just circling back to some of the recent conversations that we've had around 
veganism in particular and how that's really shifted our perspective and maybe our approach to what we do. Because when it comes to the core values of, you know, reducing suffering and harm to animals, human, non-human, as much as possible, hasn't wavered at all, you know, stronger than ever. However, just the idea that veganism is a terminology that's really clarifying for other vegans and it's something that we seek out all the time and that's really important for us to make decisions about where we shop, where we eat, um, what we consume um, is quite divisive as we've realised with people who don't identify as vegans and, and that was a really hard thing for us to get our heads around because we like that clarity, you know. Mm-hmm. However, I think we're feeling good about this idea of removing that terminology from this new website as it relates to food um, not not to deceive people that's not what we're trying to do but to hopefully remove any of those initial judgments or resistance that might subconsciously be there from having the word vegan in the brand so i'm really interested to see how that all unfolds and that's something that the more we talk about the more we believe in that approach for that project but in terms of the minimalistvegan.com, we discussed, we've been thinking for months, like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, are we going to have time to continue to write articles for it? Or what does that look like moving forward? And when we look at the minimalist vegan, veganism is pretty polarizing by itself, but add minimalism into there and it feels like it's very specific in terms of who that's trying to reach. But as we've known over the years, we attract a lot of different people for various reasons through our content. So we're still feeling very confident in the minimalist vegan and we feel like it has a very specific purpose to help those people who are seeking that information and want that clarity. So we're, we're going to be able to operate in both worlds moving forward, which is really good for us because we've got the minimalist vegan, which is clear. And it's like, this is exactly what it is and what to expect yeah. and how that can help. And we accept that some people might be put off just on on the surface by, you know, how we've even named the project versus the recipe website, which will rem- hopefully remove that barrier and um, challenge us to maybe be more inclusive in our activism and encouragement and support for people who need help with creating delicious recipes for their friends and family, for themselves or what, what, whatever it is. So, um, it's again, it's <laughs> we've had these thoughts, but it's kind of the podcast and the preparation that we do for each episode kind of tips us over the edge with some of these decisions. We can, all, we can say the end of our podcast is really as a result of the podcast in a very meta and weird way. It's through these conversations that we have this clarity yeah. and make these decisions. Isn't that strange? Yeah. Um, well, it's not strange, but yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense. Like, I think if you started to slowly see between the lines in the last few episodes that we recorded, this would be kind of of no surprise as to where we've landed and what the future is looking like for, for us and the Minimalist Vegan and this new website. So, yeah, I think it's all very interesting and exciting at the same time. So, I'm pumped. Okay, I, I can tell. <laughs> all right, look, and look, just to be very transparent with you guys, I mean, I'd... If you're, if you're comfortable sharing, what what haven't you enjoyed so much about the podcast? Um, I think it's been because I'm 
if I'm not a hundred and ten percent confident in a topic and something gets thrown at me, I freeze up, like just in general. And so I think for me, I felt a little bit anxious at times to make sure that I'm covering myself completely and that I'm well equipped to have the conversation properly and fluidly rather than feeling a bit paralyzed by the possibility of something being discussed that I'm not comfortable with. Um, And as I said before, like I can talk about certain topics, but other topics, if I'm not ridiculously passionate about them I can say a few things and it's like that's that's it that's all I've got to add so like when we're talking about cooking I can talk about that for hours upon hours upon hours food anything in that realm veganism I mean everything that we've talked about I have but there has been maybe a few topics where I've just felt and there's been topics that we've discussed about talking about and I've just said outright no like I don't feel like there's that much value that I can add to the topic or that it would be worthwhile recording me in the conversation Um, because I'm not that much of a conversationalist like if we go to a gathering or a party or something I'm not the one to be you know putting up my hand ready to like give a speech or to to bring people in and start the conversation and keep it going I'm the one that's normally like tagging along and keeping to myself unless again someone starts talking to me about something that I'm ridiculously passionate about sure sure then I feel like I can open up but other than that I'm pretty introverted in that sense and I'm a homebody and I do like to be a little bit behind the screen so I mean relaunching our YouTube channel (laughs) will be interesting but I'm ready to sort of grow and to step out of my shell a little bit more as I get older And as I build my confidence, like what we talked about before, you know, with my accepting my voice and being prepared to be comfortable and confident with it. So, well, I've been really proud of you being willing to jump in, you know, to jump in with the podcast and get out of your comfort zone. And, you know, even as you said, if it's if this is a format that might not even play to what you think are your strengths. Yeah. And you're doing it and getting involved um, is something to really admire. Um, so kudos. Thank you. Yeah, I think, you know, there's there's been other times, let's be honest, that certain conversations has led to arguments between us Yep. where I may not be as prepared um, because, again, this type of platform is not my strong suit and researching and doing that deep diving into certain things or following not a script, but like, you know, I like to talk openly and freely rather than in structure. So I understand that there's a time and a place for that, but I've, I have struggled with that a little bit. And I think that, you know, the way that Michael lays out the podcast episodes, I think that they need to be structured in that way. I just really struggle with that at times. So I think that can kind of, you know, there's a bit of friction there at times. For sure, for sure. It's just not playing to my strengths, I guess, at the end of the day. But we've sort of, you know, leaned in towards each other a little bit more and tried different formats to see what works for the other person and try and be accommodating because at the end of the day, we wouldn't be able to be putting out one to two hour episodes every time if there was no fluidity and if 
we weren't able to sit behind a microphone and thoroughly enjoy the conversation. But yeah, we have thrown in the towel a few times <laughs> when we've had to re-record certain episodes because it just wasn't working. But at the end of the day, I think we're doing really well considering that we spend every single day together yeah. um, in such close proximity and the fact that we're working together um, even just through the pandemic, you've seen so many couples split up just because they can't handle being in the same <laughs> yeah. room for too long. Um, so I think that that's definitely not an issue for us. And I think that's probably one of our strongest things in our relationship is that we tolerate each other really well. Yeah, for sure. I think that level of patience is critical. But um, yeah, you're right about that. You know, that, that can be a challenge at times as a preparation because we we made the decision when we started this podcast to not do interviews, like yeah. to not be an interview-based show. And that's not because we don't like those type of shows. Like that's the type of content I consume all the time. But we just wanted to bring something a bit different um, because there's plenty of those type of shows out there. So with that, we're not relying on subject matter experts to weigh in on a particular conversation or a topic and we're relying on our own perspectives. And for me, um, because I, I, I listen to, like I listen to an obscene amount of podcasts. Like He's always plugged in. Um, <laughs> and over time, I think you st- I've start developed a bit of a taste and a bit of, you sort of understand when somebody has done the work and they're prepared for the conversation and when they're just sort of riffing off the cuff. And yeah. as a listener, you might just appreciate somebody just sort of jumping on the microphone and talking about whatever. Yeah. But I think for me over the years, I've just really grown to respect those producers who are quite succinct and hit their points and have a bit of structure and trying to add that value. Mm. Um, so by the time I get to the end of the, the podcast, it's like I may be entertained, fantastic, but I've also learned something yeah. too. Yeah. And and I think that standard and that level of intensity is probably spilled over until how we produce our show, yeah. um, which has led to this like uh, sometimes unnecessarily over-the-top prep for some episodes more yeah. than others to be able to bring that value yeah it's Where, just like for example like i've got a perfect example is the one about eco-minimalism i think it was and then like we're talking about all these different statistics and what's the impact of overconsumption, and then we looked at the start of like there's an average of about three hundred thousand items in a household and I'm like, that's great to understand that number, but contextually, what does that mean for the listener for us? So how many things do we have? Like, can we do a comparison? And I just remember you were just like, what, 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 you want us to count our things right now, you know, even before jumping on a conversation. And I was like, well, you know, we can just do a quick spot check or whatever. But it's just that type of, those type of decisions that may not, like are not really necessary, but you know sometimes more interesting yeah you just feel like it'll add a bit more context to the numbers is something that we go and do but then we do it and then we get interviewed on another podcast you know a few weeks ago and it's something that we're able to refer to and we have that understanding now so it ends up being valuable but it's just something that we just wouldn't have ever done yeah if it wasn't for that particular episode. Yeah. Um, so that's just one of many examples that can lead to that friction at times because of like this 
that de- determination to try and add something a bit fresh and unique to the conversation. So, guys, in other words, it's calling me lazy. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. Oh, funny. No, I don't. Look, I don't think you're lazy at all. I think you go. I think when we're talking about fishing, you know, the ethics of fishing. I remember we were going to jump on and and have that conversation. I mean, we're not marine biologists or you know anything like that by any means. But when we realised that we hadn't really gone on that educational journey around the impact in the sea. So we like literally stopped and then wrote an article first because writing gives a lot of clarity, forces us to do a lot of that research and bring it into some sort of cohesiveness. And then we delivered the podcast. So the podcast was a week late because of that decision, because we wanted to do justice to the conversation. And a lot of the time, I think it's like we pick a topic and then the amount of research that we want to do to make sure that we can have a proper conversation around it Mm. and bring really valuable insights into it, it can get a little bit overwhelming because like, well, we need to record next week or in a few days and we like to sort of not preemptively plan too far ahead because we also like to decide what we feel like talking yeah, like it might be based on what a reader has written in or might be based on something we're feeling right now. There's so many factors that might go yeah. into deciding to talk about that. Yeah, and then you kind of look at it. Like we postponed the zoo one that was a, cu- a few episodes ago for like months because we wanted to go to the zoo locally, we wanted to go to an animal sanctuary, we wanted to go to a wildlife sanctuary just to get an idea and then at the end, just finding the time to do all those three yeah. things and like to feel actually to make the decision, will we go to the zoo and pay them to kind of do quote unquote research? Yeah. Do we feel comfortable with that when we don't really want to be supporting zoos? Sure. You know, it was a decision that we des- decided we'll consume as much content as we can on this online and I think because I'd booked us in to go to an animal sanctuary, that kind of was like, okay, yep, we've got something that we can go off here and let's just do it because otherwise it would blow out for like another six months and yeah. we would never get around to doing it Yeah, because we try and do like, you know. We wanted firsthand experience. Yeah, firsthand experiences yeah. and because that's what, again, as you mentioned before, like that's what sets you apart. And You're absolutely right. It sets us apart. But it also makes us just more connected with the topic, you yeah, know. It rather makes, than just going off somebody else's experience exactly that right. they've talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gives you your own unique perspective, um, again, which we're always very thankful for in hindsight. But it's a bit of a pain in the ass <laughs> when you're trying to, 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 to put this out. So it ends up just taking more time than we anticipated. So I feel, I don't know, but, I, you know, if this, this podcast ever came back... I think the consideration would be there to maybe bring in those experts or to have yeah. that conversation. Um, but again, like it, it would need to feel really good and right for us. And I think we'd need some time to build some of those relationships so we can, we're not just meeting people to, for the first time. Yeah. To, again, that's commitment. Which is know? another type <laughs> of commitment, right? So, yeah. So, it's, there's a lot of different things. This is, this is just us. And look, you know, as much as we like to structure our conversations, this one has basically no structure at all. But we just wanted to give you a bit of insight into the behind the scenes of what it's like to create some of these episodes and what goes into it and, and why we've ultimately come to the decision to 
move on from it. So I think, I think that's it. I don't think we've got much else to say, but to thank you again. Yes, um, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, <laughs> really, really. So that many. Sounds so cheesy, but we really, you know, like we appreciate your attention and the time that you take to to listen to us ramble on on this show (laughs) yeah like yeah there's so many other things you could be doing with your time so thank you and we hope that we can remain connected in some way shape or form moving forward with the minimalist vegan or the other website when that becomes live so yeah if you like to follow along you can check us out on social media or sign up to our newsletter um where we'll probably announce it first social media just to give you guys a heads up do that before the first of january because the social media platforms are going to transition from the minimalist vegan to the new name of the recipe website so the minimalist vegan will actually not have social media moving forward i'm so excited about that (laughs) not that you have anything to do with it anyways no i know but it's (laughs) just official it's just official (laughs) Um, so if you want to follow along on the journey of our new, what we're doing with a new website, jump on the, well, not all socials, we're on Facebook and Instagram. So just search The Minimalist Vegan on there and follow along. As we're not telling you what the name of the new website is, you, you'll get a little bit lost or sign up to our newsletter and that will all come through that way. So that's the best way to find us or you can email us at info at minimalistvegan.com. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Oh, well, at least this time we'll, we actually said goodbye, at least yes. for now properly. <laughs> yes. So hopefully we're not leaving anyone hanging because uh, we felt terrible when we did that we just stopped yeah so thank you again guys and uh yeah we'll S- s- goodbye for now yeah I goodbye guess. for now <laughs> absolutely take All care right. bye bye